It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, September 29th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Although it is kind of like our Friday today, we're off tomorrow for the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. We are. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, thank you for covering for me yesterday, Sean, on short notice. I know that sucks to get a text at 7 o'clock at night saying, hey, I'm not going to be there. But. No, it's, I mean, uh, it's funny because, you know, we are in radio. It's not saving lives. So what's more <laughs> important is your family. Nobody cares. Like well, I appreciate it. Thank you because it took a lot of stress off my plate to know I didn't have to be at work the next morning. Totally. Um, yeah, my, I mean, my, my kids both have asthma and my younger son Brigham had a pretty bad asthma attack on Tuesday. So we were actually in a meeting with our boss, and when I came out, I missed a bunch of texts from McKenna saying she had taken him to the doctor to get more medicine, and while they were there, he got in, he, his condition worsened oh my to God. the point where the doctor was like, we're going to send him by ambulance to the children's hospital. So Terrifying. I went straight yep. from here to there and was there till late. Um, but he's so doing better now, you said. Which Yeah, he's doing way better, which is good. good. I mean, grateful to have that facility in the city. No kidding. To be able to take your kid there. If you have a sick kid, there's nowhere else you'd rather be than at the children's hospital, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, also, it was kind of cool because when, <laughs> when, when I first got there, I checked in with McKenna and Brigham in the room and everything. And, and then I stuck my head out to see Brigham had to go to the bathroom. And I said to the nurse working there, I was like, is, is, can I take him to the bathroom? And the nurse was like, he's like, oh, I'll grab you a bottle for him to use because he's all hooked up to his stuff. And he said, are you Beckler? And I'm like, we're all masked up at the hospital. Yeah, of course. And uh, his name is Adam, and he was a, he's a big fan of the show and the podcast. So That's uh, awesome. And he and the, the the care that Brigham got from the rest of the team at the Children's Hospital was just excellent. So I wanted to give a quick shout out. Also, uh, I was at um, Old Beautiful on the weekend, and I met Alan, who is a huge fan of our show as well. And he's awesome. He gets to he gets off around noon on Friday, so he gets to spend the time hanging out in the afternoon but he was a huge fan of the show and he came up and said hi and so i wanted to give a shout out to alan too what up alan what up alan and yeah. adam you guys are the best thanks yeah, for listening it was cool and i know like the staff at the children's hospital are just swamped these days i was at a friend's house a couple weeks ago and i met uh, a doctor who works in the emergency room yeah up at the children's hospital and he said yeah like short staffed everyone's burnt out and he said their wait times are just crazy right now yeah, because insane. you know he's even like lots of kids who you know, were uh, were kept home over the last couple of years and stuff, or kept away from other kids, are now getting yep. all these things that kids would normally. Which is what I said get. when I yeah. heard that everyone was being. I was like, oh, this is. We're gonna see the aftermath of this for sure because kids haven't been exposed to anything for two friggin' years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, also a little bit awkward when you're, when you're the one being operated on or whatever, and people are a fan of the show. Like <laughs> when I had my knee surgery way back when, and a couple of the nurses that were there that were, as I was about to go under, were like, oh yeah, big fan of the show. Good night. And you're like, oh God. Oh, Shauna Jefferson. I've seen inside her knee. Just a little <laughs> awkward. You know, like I'm glad that I didn't have to wear a, a gown where my ass was exposed to them or something. Cause you're like, it's just a weird. Yeah. But I think they've seen it all though. They have probably though, over true. that. So it's true. Uh, but a big thank you to, yeah, to everybody there who took such good care of Brigham. He's doing much better now. Yes, thank you. And it was nice to be back today. I don't like being away from the show. So uh, we're going to talk about, we've got an etymology today. Uh, my son, Bo, made a wicked pun the other day, my older son. Tomorrow's Truth and Reconciliation Day, as we mentioned, so we're going to talk a bit about that. Um, I may have found some a support group for Shauna's boyfriend, Cliff, and one of the problems that he has. We're going to talk about the hottest show on Netflix right now, which is quite disturbing. Yeah. Uh, the Canadian Flag. What it means to you, what it means to some people in this country, and how that has changed recently, and I think it's a bit ridiculous. Places with funny names, 
One of the funniest names of a child I've ever heard of. Type of snobs. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Full right? bush yeah. because it, it, you know, protects you from the winter. You're a bush pilot. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I got a cool email yesterday. Um, so you may know that the federal government has this program where every day they change out the Canadian flags at Parliament Hill, uh, including the massive one flown on the Peace Tower. Which seems a little bit wasteful. Well, they, there's a reason they do it. It's because they then mail those flags out to Canadians who have requested one. Right. Because as a Canadian citizen, you're you're allowed to request a flag from the government, and they will give you one of these flags. I mean, eventually, though, they're gonna everyone's gonna have one, and then it's wasteful. Well, anyway, you would think so, but mm-hmm. there's third almost forty almost forty million of us in this country. They don't have forty million True. of these flags. Yeah. So I first learned about this program back in 2011 because I'm a I'm into vexillology a little, Shauna. Yeah, you're a big flag nerd over there. Like learning about flags. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put my name on the on the waiting list, and I was like, all right, well. Whenever I hear about this, that's great. Um, and at the time, I think the waiting list was 12 years. Holy crap. And yesterday I got this email from the woman who runs this this program for the federal government. And she said, what's your new mailing address? Like your flag will be mailed out within the next 12 months. Well, that is awesome. So, so it took 12 years, but I'm getting my flag. That is amazing. Yeah. And now... If you go to put your name on the list right now, because because of the internet, everybody learned about this program. The wait list is over a hundred years. Wow! So you're going to so, get your own Parliament Hill flag? Yeah, it's not the big, big one on the Peace Tower because I think at the time the wait list for that one was like 15 years, oh, and I was okay. like, well, I'll never. What's <laughs> 15 years? I'll never get that. But here we are. So the one I'm getting, I think, is like it's a nine foot one that was flown at one of the other buildings. Okay. At Parliament, nine feet is still a big flag. Yeah. yeah. I mean. With the wait list at over 100 years now, I mean, why even bother putting your... You're not going to be alive for when your your yeah. time comes. I'm going gonna, gonna to put my name on it right now, and I'm going to will it Can to you someone. will it to someone? I'm sure you can. <laughs> like Packers tickets? Exactly. <laughs> you have to, right? I'm going to will my parliament flag to someone. Yeah, so it's so cool. So I wrote this woman back, and I was like, this is awesome. Here's my, my new mailing address, and then within the next year... Hopefully I'll be getting this big-ass Canadian flag from okay. Parliament Hill. Do they, like, they better write something in it. Do they authenticate it somehow? I don't know. Like, you need, I would like it authenticated, please. It better have a signature on it and an authentication card that comes with it. I agree. I hope there's, like, a letter or something. Yeah. A little bit of pomp and circumstance with it. Otherwise, yeah. somebody's like, oh, sure, sure, it's a Parliament Hill flag. Yeah, you just Probably went down, down to the, the dollar shop. store. <laughs> This is crap. You can, buy some, you can buy them at the dollar store. You can. Can I request for it to be signed by some of Seriously. the... Seriously. <laughs> some of our favorite players out at Parliament Hill? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, they should. You know, the, whoever is a standing guard and that kind of thing, I would like their signatures, please. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine is staying at this fancy-ass hotel right now, and uh, it has a pillow menu. So you can pick what type of pillow you'd like, and every single one has this very involved description. There's bamboo, feather-free, foam, body pillow foam, or buckwheat, and each one, it tells you why you might want that one as your pillow. Well, that is pretty damn fancy. What the? I I'm was, not staying at places like this. I'm I will just, never in my life stay at a place like this. I'm just yet living vicariously through him, and... I'm just usually happy if the sheets have been washed and someone plunked last on Honestly. it. Honestly. <laughs> as long as the, the comfort has been washed since yeah, that's two people last really rinsed on it. really where it all comes out, which normally it's not. That'd be great. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> oh, people it's not. Are, <laughs> okay. Normally those 
Those comforters aren't washed, as we know. So I guess I'll sleep with no blankets because I can't afford to go yeah, anywhere to be, else. So to be fair, even the, the really fancy places, you never really know. Yeah, about the comforters, but I guess they have they, a pillow menu. I hope they would be. Well, you'd hope that their standards would the be plunk out of a bit elevated, but no. Sometimes the plunk just stays on All there right. for good. Anyway, um, it reminded it made me realize that I mean people are very particular about their pillows, right? Oh yeah, like, like there's we have our bed has there's like. I don't know how many pillows in our bed. Mm-hmm. Twenty, because of all McKenna's like throw pillows, right, decorative yeah. pillows, stuff. But like four sleeping pillows, maybe six sleeping pillows. Yeah. And there's one good one, and we fight over it. And you can you can the spend best one. fortunes on pillows because yeah. it is an important thing. People say like it helps with your alignment of whatever. Oh, if I had lots of money, I'd have such nice pillows. That would be some, that I would invest in pillows for sure. But they're pillow snobs. That's what it is. And I realized after reading this menu and this description of these insane pillows, I'm like, well, these are for pillow snobs. Of course, there are people who I know who don't travel without their own pillow, right? Yeah, because my parents again, are like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pillow snobs. That's why. Pillow snobs. Pillow snobs. Oh, I require a pillow in the low to medium semi-firm range or I will be unable to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> well, my pillow was handmade with my exact neck and back measurements, so... <laughs> yes, well, my pillowcase is spun from the silk of the exceptionally rare Hercules baboon spider. Anything else is bad for my complexion. Well, if, if it's not a cervical contoured ergonomical neck lining lumbar pedic emotional support pillow, I'm not interested. Oh, you think your pillow is all natural? I actually travel with an overweight gentleman and sleep directly on his belly. (laughs) The gut hair is a terrific exfoliant. (laughs) Well, my pillows are raised in an ethical free-range facility on an actual cloud, so it has experienced the true meaning of softness. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Earlier this week, we were talking about how I went looking through the Alberta baby name lists to see if there were any Terries born in the last yeah. few years. None last year. The year before that, though, there were three baby Terries in the province. Tiny that's, little baby Terries. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I would um, love to meet a baby Terry. Oh, I really would. I'd be thrilled. Yeah. Expect him to be smoking a dart. Exactly. Uh, those baby name lists from the province are a wild ride, Shauna. Like if you if you ever need to kill an hour, just pull up a year, pull up a year of babies born in Alberta, yep, and start reading through the names, boys, girls, doesn't matter. You will be astounded at some of the things people have named their kids in this province. Every year when they like the top highlight, what like I can't believe it. No, like, and it's there's so many. Like on every page, there's like thirty entries where you're just like, no, yeah, no way. Someone, there's a baby in the province named that. Mm-hmm. It's and it's endless because you can just keep going back through the years and it's yeah, it's, it's just really fascinating. It never ends. It I really mean, is. Some of them I think are just from languages that I'm unfamiliar with, totally. so the name might look weird, but it's just maybe more common in a different language, or if you spoke that language, you'd get it. Yeah. Um, some are just I, I like looking for the ones that are inspired by like musicians or Lord of the Rings characters too. Like that's pretty awesome. It, yeah. Like in 2014, there was a baby boy named Baron born in Alberta, B E R E N, and then a baby girl named Luthien, which I thought was really cool. Oh, that's a nice um, name, actually. Yeah, I like it. Deep Lord of the Rings reference. Yep. Um, but I was looking at the 2018 data to see how many babies had my kids' names, because I'm interested in that. My sons are Bo and Brigham. Yep. How many people share their names? And I came across this absolute treasure. 2018, there was a baby boy in Alberta named Bo Bandy. 
like Randy Bobandy from Trailer Park Boys, <laughs> but it's spelled B E A U X Bandy. Oh, so like the fancy French version of Bow, but still, still very Come much Bow Bandy. On. <laughs> You you just like, you can't be naming your kid Bobandy. You like is that one that was slid under the radar of of one of the two? Because two people have to agree to these names for is the most true? part, right? No, why well, just mean oh, normally parents? You, your parents would yeah. d- decide on a name. <laughs> but there's no like government stops. Other no, than, no, like you're right. There's certain rules about like which characters can be included in a name, and yeah, right, and like vulgar words, right? But oh my, but Bo God. Bandy, I guess is fine. It's fine. <laughs> the two parents, I really like Bo Bandy, <laughs> and then the other one just doesn't understand. Like, oh my, I would love to know how the discussion went down. Honestly. Man, like, how do you do that to your kid? Like, I want to name my kid Bo, B-E-A, you know, U-X. That's quite nice. What about Bo Bandy, honey? (laughs) Oh, that's okay. What about Randy Bo Bandy? No, I don't like the Randy part of it. What about just the Bo Bandy? He horned himself out for cheeseburgers. I mean, did... It doesn't matter. I was like, did you did you first hook up while watching the Trailer Park Boys or something? And this is just sentimental to you, but you can't do that to your kid. Come no, on, you can't name your kid Bo Bandy. No. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I got talking about place names yesterday and the origin of them, essentially. And I talked about Chicken Alaska. There's a place called Chicken Alaska. There's a place called Chicken Alaska, and I learned yesterday that it was named that because the plan was originally to call it Tarmigan. Because the residents in the early times of this place and settling uh, survived off Tarmigan through the winter. So okay. they called the place Tarmigan to basically say thank you for letting them survive there. Problem was, nobody knew how to spell Tarmigan. So instead, they went to the closest fowl they could think of that they knew how to spell, which was chicken. So Chicken Alaska is a place. Chicken Alaska is a hilarious I name know. for a place. It's just west of Dawson City by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, chicken Alaska. There, I hope there's also a dish called Chicken Alaska. Totally. Like Alaskan style chicken. Yeah. Can I get the chicken Alaska, please? It sounds great. Yeah. I mean, what's the other? Like, there's baked Alaskans and that kind of thing. Like, I'm gonna have to look into that now. Do, do you remember the um? What's it, what would be the word for it? There was a there was a, like an esthetician place that had different levels of waxing that you could get. Oh yeah. And no, nothing at all was the Alaskan, wasn't it? No, the Alaskan was a lot down there. Yeah, like where you have, you, nothing is taken off, right. I meant, yes, sorry. You yes. have like full bush. Full right? bush, yeah. because it, it, you know, protects you from the winter. You're a bush pilot You need a little point. bit of, yeah. yeah, you need to <laughs> go deep in the bush where you hang out. That's Alaska for you. Sorry, I got you sidetracked. Uh, You're talking about place names. Yeah, yeah. So in Colorado, I learned recently that there's also a place called No Name. No name? No name, Colorado. And it's because when the state sent questionnaires to find out the town's name back then, most of the inhabitants just wrote no name because there wasn't a name. And they officially registered it in the state as no name. Sorry, so I, I like to look these places No up. name, Colorado is yeah. also a thing. Here it is right here. Yeah. No name, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, hilarious. Not as funny as chicken. Just another place that I was like, that is hilarious that they just wound up registering the actual no name as their name. So One of my favorite strange place names is in New Mexico. It's called Truth or Consequences. And I believe there was, it was either a TV show or a radio show called Truth or Consequences, and the town named themselves after that, which is really silly. 
Some of these but, places, like, yeah, you, you forget that, like, someone or, or a group of people did at one point name these places. So some of them have some very strange stories behind them. They do, yeah. And, like, well, I mean, ones like Dildo Newfoundland and stuff, we've all they heard a million funny. times, yep. right? But yeah. Uh, chicken Alaska is hilarious. Yeah. I want to go live in Chicken Alaska. <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. Earlier this morning, I was telling you that I, after a 12 year wait, I'm finally getting my Canadian flag from Parliament Hill. Which is so cool. I put my, li- my name on the list in 2011, and now my number has come up. And now the waiting list these days is over 100 years long. So I, I'm pretty pumped to be getting that. Yeah. But it's huge. It's like nine feet long. That's a big this flag. flag. Like, what? I gotta figure out how to fly a flag that big. Like I just get a big, a big flagpole. <laughs> yeah, there are like requirements for how big a flagpole should be to fly a flag that size, but oh, like yeah. in a in a residential yard, like is that? Mm. I suppose I could always fly it from a hockey stick out of the back of my truck. That yeah, would be you cool, could, wouldn't it? Class it up and do that for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I joke, it's kind of funny these days, though, because I know not everybody is crazy about the Canadian flag anymore. Yeah. There are probably lots of people who would be hesitant to fly it. And I've even seen comments from, from some people who said that when they see a Canadian flag, they make assumptions about the person flying it. To be fair, if you see a Canadian flag on a truck, yeah, you can't help now because of all the images of, of seeing that with trucker convoys. And you now when I see a big flag like that, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're part of the trucker convoy. Which, I mean, I think, I personally think is kind of pathetic mm-hmm. that someone would so easily surrender our country's flag to one small group of people they didn't agree with. It's our country's flag. Yep. It you know? sure is. And I know that the, I mean, the flag means different things to different people depending on your experiences in this country. I understand that. But, like, if I felt bad actors were trying to hijack a symbol that was important to me, I would fight tooth and nail to make sure that they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't just <laughs> lay down and die and give it to them. Oh, I guess it's yours now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I know. It's like, I guess before, because if I see a flag flying, I never think any, like, I think it's awesome. Especially those gigantic flags that fly, like, really slowly, and you see them in a Very cool. Like the one over at the Stampede Grounds, or like, there's even a few car dealerships that have the massive ones. That makes me, it just looks beautiful to Mm -hmm. me. But yeah, no, it's crazy because if you see a truck with a flag attached to it, you will automatically go back to these images that we were. Or even like the car window flags. There are people who see that and they think, ooh. Man, yeah, it's crazy. But I'm like, if a three-week protest in Ottawa is all it takes for you to surrender our country's flag, the Canadian flag, that you would look at the flag and think trucker convoy as opposed to everything else that our flag represents, Mm -hmm. I would say the flag probably wasn't that important to you in the first place. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I just uh, started watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series, Beckler. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Curiosity has gotten <laughs> yeah. the better of me, okay? And as a female who lives alone, you know, perhaps not my wisest of decisions, but everyone's talking about it. And we were just chatting with some people yesterday about it. And they're like, well, have you watched it? Oh, I, I want to watch it. I'm too afraid to. And I'm like, I've got to now. I have to. How far into it are you? Well, here's the thing. Uh, last night I sat down and I watched about 10 minutes of it. Okay. Um, I've heard it's pretty intense, like right off the bat. Yes, <laughs> but I was okay with it. However, I purposely watched it with some distractions. Okay. 
And I think that's how I'm going to have to do it. I don't think I'm going to be able to fully focus on it all in one go, especially yeah, at night, because that's when I started watching it. Some nice light background background noise. Yes, right? yes. Like some happy music. I don't know. The Smurfs playing in the background, something to really counteract it. Uh, but I quit after 10 minutes because it was just I wasn't in the mood to watch something that dark. I was like, I actually just it wasn't like getting scared. The reason I turned it off I was just like, oh, I need something lighter than this right now. I'm mm-hmm. not ready to focus. So I'm curious to see if I'm going to get deeper into it and how long it'll be before I will maybe not watch, period. It's the first time I've ever heard of something though like this where people are like actually incapable of finishing it. You know, yeah. like even with scary, scary movies, people will say, oh, it was scary or I had to watch it with the lights on or whatever. But this is different, though. This is right? weird. Yeah. It's a, everyone you talk to is just like, no, I, I think I'm done. I don't think I can watch it. I know even like my my brother-in-law said the other night, and he's a big hunter, so he's not squeamish in the slightest. Yeah. And he's like, I watched couple minutes of it and it's like couldn't sleep <laughs> couldn't sleep that night so yeah. I mean I didn't sleep that well but I don't often sleep that well so at least now I maybe have a reason for my insomnia I'll be like well Jeffrey that's Dahmer true. series that's it I don't really have a desire to watch it no like I know a bit about the story and it's just so awful yeah and I'm like do I need this in my life it's you fair. know sometimes there's stories like that when it's something that actually happened mm-hmm. I'm like this is this is too dark and I think like I don't know. I have issues with the true crime genre as a whole because I feel like it kind of like it's very exploitative of the victims, right? Totally, totally. People yeah. are just like you know grabbing their popcorn and watching some of the worst things that have ever happened to human beings. And, and that's the thing. Like I'm not entertainment, you know? really into true crime, and yeah. I know this is a big thing for people who obviously are into true crime. This one, I think, just because everybody's been chatting about it, I've been curious if I could yeah. handle it. But you're right. Like, do you need that in your life? Even like the preview of it came on because Netflix is pushing it really hard right now because it was the number one program in Canada course, this yeah. week or whatever. And it came on our TV and like the kids were in the room and stuff. And I was like, McKenna, can you like get the preview off the TV right now before? Yeah. I don't know what's even in the preview if it's anything bad, but I was like, I if there is, the boys don't need to see this. No, you know? no. So, and I, I probably don't need to see it either. It's true. It's true. You don't really need that. Negativity and darkness in your life, do ya? Right next to it is, is it cake? Yeah. Put that on. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's what you need, right? happy-go-lucky, good. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. This is specifically for your boyfriend, Cliff, Shauna. Oh, I hope he's listening. <laughs> we were talking recently about how flushable moist wipes really shouldn't be flushed. Yes. And then a friend of the show sent me this YouTube video uh, where an old plumber... He does this demonstration and he builds a simulated like toilet and drain system on his driveway. Oh, wow. To show you how certain paper products look after they've been flushed and when they reach the sewer. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was a pretty cool demonstration because he had like, he had the toilet up two stories like on scaffolding to show you how the plumbing is run through your house and where it ends up at the sewer. And, uh, like the toilet paper that he flushed came out all shredded to pieces, which I guess is what you want, yep. right? You want it to be broken up when it reaches there. The flushable moist wipes were completely intact, which you don't want. That's not good. No, nope. that's why they get clogged. Yep, that's right. And Makes then he sense. also he flushed a bunch of things that you're not supposed to flush. Oh, good. Like yeah. he flushed like a pair of underwear, mm-hmm. some toys. Uh, he he made a simulated dump. Out of soy paste. Good for him. <laughs> and he flushed that. What a beautiful hobby it's that like, is. 
<laughs> this realistic looking fake dump. Uh, and he was so serious about it. He wasn't laughing like I was. It was really funny. DIY videos for how to make realistic looking dump online? Just I wonder if he had to watch a video. He probably did. In order to make his, his video. What's the best way to make a fake boob? It has to look like a dump. How and do we do this? It has to behave like one, not just look. Yeah, this how is does just a movie prop. Make it plop as well. Good weight to it. Girth. The, the girth of my boob needs to be accurate. Oh, my God. The answer is soy paste. That's how he did it. Uh, perhaps the funniest part of all of this, though, is that he said he was doing it all within the guidelines of the Responsible Flushing Alliance. Oh, my God. This is a real organization, Shauna. Really? And their aim is to educate consumers on what should and shouldn't be flushed. Okay, so... The huh. Responsible Flushing Alliance. And they have wow. set out these guidelines. So, do you think we could get Cliff... Like a membership? Could we get him a yearly membership for yeah, I mean, Flushing Alliance? Although they wouldn't accept him. No. They'd hear what he flushed. Like, I was thinking he needs to be reported to Flushers Anonymous. <laughs> like, he needs to attend some meetings or something, you know? Like, hi, I'm Cliff. I, I can't help but flush. I just can't stop flushing things. You know like how the CIA has their most wanted list with all the terrorists around the world? They have that, like, deck of cards? Yeah. With all the most wanted members of Al-Qaeda? Oh, my God. He is the ace of spades. 100%. On the Responsible Flushing Alliance's most wanted Like, list, the bounty sure. on his head must be enormous, you know? <laughs> We've caught him. He's the true culprit to all sewage issues. <laughs> the infamous Cliff. Please get him. <laughs> the most prolific flusher of our time. Oh <laughs> Maybe God. there's, like, a retreat they have that we can send him to or something. A oh, week, my God, I hope. A week-long intensive retreat where they teach him what can... Now, Cliff. I'm a recovering addict. Do you... <laughs> I can't. I just can't stop. I just have to flush. Don't something. flush it. Don't. No. Next time you want to flush something, you got to call somebody, okay? The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. So Cliff was listening because he texted me immediately after that segment. And he said, I just flushed a small Rubbermaid container full of moldy beans. Honestly. The fish will eat them. And he's not even saying that as a joke, Beckler. I'm 99% certain he just did that. Like, he, we've had this discussion so many times, and I've told him to stop flushing crap, and he still does it. Like, it is, it is an thing. I'm seriously concerned. Flushers Anonymous needs to be a thing. <laughs> he said, I don't share these stories with Shauna anymore because no. she doesn't believe in the fish food philosophy. No, I don't think any of us do, Cliff. No, he's half joking about the fish food, but he guaranteed actually did flush it. He thinks that you can flush any food. It's... I talked to his parents about it once. I was like, did you guys flush things? Like, where did he get this from? Yeah, like and they were plumbing like, bill was huge. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Like, where did you get this All idea to flush food? Down the toilet. All food. Like, he'll just go to whatever's leftovers in the fridge. Like, rather than throwing it in the garbage, it goes straight into the toilet. I don't understand. Do you, um, do you think that... The Alliance of Responsible Flushing has t-shirts. Could we get Cliff a t-shirt to get him started? No, because again, he's he can't wear that. Like he can't, that's unless it's ironic because yeah. he's not a responsible flusher. He, I'm not going to no. No. Get him that shirt. Get me an Angus Reed t-shirt. Yes. I tweeted at Angus Reed and asked if they have t-shirts. I haven't heard back yet. Oh, that's too bad. I really want an Angus Reed shirt to wear out. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're going to get for <laughs> filling out all those surveys is an Angus Reed t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, one more shout out I forgot to do earlier. Friend of the show Boy Courtney is celebrating his birthday today. Oh, Boy Courtney. Happy Boy, birthday. He's a good friend of this show. It's specified because at first I was calling him a girl because I thought it was a girl, Courtney, because he said his name was Courtney, and I just assumed, uh, no, it's boy Courtney. So Then he started signing all of his messages. messages. Boy Courtney, just boy so I knew. Courtney. I was, um, I was reminded, yeah. 
Uh, I've met Courtney a few times. He runs a granite shop out in Strathmore, awesome. and he's helped. He helped us out with some of our renovations. He's a big rider fan. Yeah, just a good salt of the earth kind of guy. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday, boy, Courtney. Happy birthday, boy, Courtney. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So tomorrow is Truth and Reconciliation Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have it off mm-hmm. uh, through the company. And I know a lot of people do. Some people don't. Schools are off. Schools are off. Uh, I was trying to figure out what to do for it. Because I feel like I want to to recognize the day in some way rather than just treat it as a, as a holiday. Uh, so you, I could, was, you could go surfing in Tofino. I could go surfing in Tofino. Yeah, that's it took a good way me a to minute to get that reference, but I understand now. It could. Do, uh, you're right. Uh, you're right. Very but, respectful. Yeah, very respectful. Uh, I did get looking into the events that are happening around the city, and there okay. are quite a few things that are happening. I guess Forest Lawn is hosting an event and includes like Indigenous artisan markets and a powwow and that kind of thing. Uh, there's also a march happening on Saturday which is hosted by the CIF Reconciliation Society and it's Orange Shirt, uh, Children's Orange Shirt Day. So you can actually do the march with them as well. Uh, but that's not tomorrow. That's Saturday, right? So I was kind of well, like... And I think some of the schools were doing Orange Shirt Day today because my boys were pumped to wear orange shirts to school today. Totally, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's good to know there are some events and, and things going on recognizing the day because it's a, obviously a fairly new day that we have mm-hmm. off for us and Remembrance Day for example everybody tends to know certain things to do or they'll go to some sort of ceremony and I was just kind of like I'm not sure what to do tomorrow to kind of recognize this it's funny though because when I was growing up in Ontario Remembrance Day actually wasn't a holiday Okay. So we in schools would actually have a big assembly on Remembrance Day and there would be soldiers from World War II who would come in and guest speak and we could really understand what was going on for that day. And as much as I like having the day off, uh, I almost think that that might be a better way to do it because as students, especially when your kids are in school, it really will ensure that you understand what the day is about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fair point. And yeah. uh, earlier this week, we were talking about the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation tomorrow. And uh, a friend of the show, I forget who, messaged and said they think that it would be better if schools were in tomorrow and you had, you know, an elder come and speak and or, or you know, something something of that sort, something that has to do with like the education and reflection side of the day. Absolutely. And that's what I was thinking. I was looking into maybe where there was somebody who was speaking who could speak truly about what the day is is really about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, I think the schools do a decent job of that now, do though. They? Like even still, okay. I mean, when I think about when we were growing up like this, it really was not talked about like we heard. You know, we heard the term residential schools, but yeah. that was about the end of it. Didn't know any of the details of what happened or whereas like my even my kids, they're seven and five and like they have had elders come and speak at the school. They oh, have, you cool. know, they have orange shirts. Awesome. They have. Yeah. And, you know, even Bo, when I told him he was they didn't have school tomorrow, he remembered from last summer all of the discoveries of the unmarked graves and stuff. So like even at seven years old, he's he's aware of this part of our history and, you know, in as much capacity as you can be at that age. But yeah, I think, I, I do think, like, as a whole, a better job is being done now to acknowledge the significance of the day. And I hope that people carry that forward tomorrow if your kids are off and you do something, right? Just mm-hmm. keep, keep in, uh, having that discussion because that was the one nice thing about Remembrance Day that I remember, I vividly remember the assemblies we had where soldiers would come in and speak. It really oh, hit yeah. me as yep. a kid. And so as long as schools are still doing that, then 
uh, that's great because that's the big thing, right? I was like, as long as you really understand the significance of the day. Shouldn't just be a day to sleep in and no. play video games, right? I mean, Get you can have or, some of that too, yeah. but there should be some something to mark that this day is a bit different, Definitely. right? and S in 20 minutes or less. My son, Bo, uh, made a great pun the other day. Oh, great. And he's starting to develop his punny bone. Good, good. Which is itself a pun there. That's really like, good, yeah. So he told me that in his class, when they finish their work, uh, they go sit on this carpet. And I noticed when we were in there for parent-teacher interviews the other day, I noticed this carpet because it's a big map of Canada, and it's got all the provinces and the cities and everything labeled. Yeah. And I like maps. Totally. I like cartography. So mm-hmm. I told Bo that I thought it was, I was like, oh yeah, that's other carpet. It's really cool. And I also told him that, I said that the study of maps is called cartography. I said, I'm interested in cartography. And you know what he said? What? He said, I like carpetography more. Oh, damn. Because it's a map carpet. It's a map carpet. A cartography carpet. A carpetography. A carp- I was like, that's a big pun for a seven-year-old. I was very, very proud of him. I mean, as a dad, you have become quite the punny person yourself. You You're growing to. your punny bone, so he's learning from the best, right? So <laughs> You don't have a choice, him. but I wasn't a big pun guy before I had kids, and nope. then you kind of get pushed into the role. That's when your funny but, bone, your punny bone, truly grows, yeah, right? So Hell of a pun, Bo. Oh, hell that is... of a pun. Carpet- he's going to be... Uh, he's going to be... <laughs> Wow. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. Here's kind of a weird one for you. I got thinking about the term hunk yesterday for some reason. And this was used a lot, I don't know, was it the 90s, early 90s, late 80s? To describe a good-looking man? To describe a good-looking man. Like, what a hunk. It's a, it's a dated term. It was it kind would, of like right before our time, but like I heard yeah. it quite a bit when we were growing up, and I was just like, what a weird term. But I was curious where that came from. Like, why did we say hunk, you know, when it came to an attractive male? Like a hunk of meat? Well, that's it. Like, I, wor- I looked into it, and the word hunk comes from the Dutch word hump, which just means lump or chunk. <laughs> and when you think about it, I'm like... That, none of these are how you want to be described. That is not overly <laughs> flattering. You well, know, that you lump, that exactly. chunk. Oh, look at that attractive lump over there. Nobody says this. What's the Dutch, what's the Dutch word? Hump. 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 Look at the hump. Oh, yeah. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, I mean, you do say a chunk of meat or lump of meat. And then I was thinking about how beefcake was another term that was used to describe an attractive male, you know? So then I was like, okay, well, this all ties in together. Specific type of attractive male though, right? It's like it a is, guy who's yes. fairly big and muscular. And- yeah, yeah, but still seen as a positive. And then I was thinking about how beefcake. weird it is. That this is how we describe each other. You know, even just a piece of meat, like, oh, there's a piece of meat over there. A little of that rack of ribs. Why do we say that? <laughs> like, how weird is it that we're referencing people that we're seeing as attractive as food that we want to eat? Isn't that a bit spooky when you think about it? It's very weird. It's very creepy. We are odd people. Check out this meatloaf. Yes. Oh, look at that turkey. <laughs> I want to <laughs> gnaw on that turkey leg right now. Like, whoa, whoa. Okay. Back off. Just a weird That's thing. an odd one. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super strange that this is how we reference each other. If you want to woo a fella, mm-hmm. don't refer to him as, as a chunk. Please don't. At, well, I don't or a think lump. many of us would be like, oh, thank you. Look at that lump. <laughs> you are such a lump. Etymology with Shauna. 
You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.